This is episode number 113, and today I'm breaking down my biggest takeaway from my interview with my mentor, Jack. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. So for those of you who have not yet listened to my interview yesterday that I did with Jack, one of my uh, very best friends and close mentors, uh, it was a very different kind of interview in the sense that I wasn't necessarily asking someone to, uh, to provide their expertise on a particular subject, but we were more recounting one of my discipling sessions that I had just done with Jack. And so you kind of got a glimpse and a picture of what it's like, or, or at least what my approach is to pursuing discipling and getting mentoring in my life. And so the clip that I want to play for you today is what, instead of the biggest takeaway that I think all of you should make, it's the biggest takeaway that I'm making, that I'm taking with me from my time with Jack. And the clip is about making disciples, but really the takeaway that I had in the broader sense was to not stop doing the things that I did when I first became a Christian. And so uh, just to give you a little context, and then uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up at the end of the clip. Here is uh, a little clip from my interview yesterday with Jack. Uh, there's an old story I remember from, say, 40 years ago, uh, and it tells the tale of someone who was really good at fishing, and he caught a lot of fish, and so others wanted to know how he fished, so they invited him to seminars to teach about fishing, and he told them all the secrets he had and all the good things he did to catch fish, but in so doing, he took himself away from fishing, and he no longer fished, and it was a, a spiritual analogy uh, because Jesus often talks about fishing as making disciples. And if we become good at making disciples or even good about teaching about spiritual things, we can be looked up to by other people. We can be called on to teach lessons about that at big seminars and conferences. And we become so busy in developing our podcast writing books, <laughs> teaching others who are already Christians how to make disciples, that we stop doing it with our neighbors and friends. Yeah, And we all need to, no matter what age and what responsibility we are, we need to realize that the most effective teaching we do is by our example. And so if we stop making disciples, if we stop reaching out to our neighbors and friends, then our teaching is going to be hollow and less effective in doing that. And I'll mention to you an example, too, that ties in what we said earlier, that in my career, I've always tried to uh, be an example of the people I work with. I've always tried to reach out to them in an appropriate way. I studied the Bible with the CEO of my company in Boston, who was the leader of 80,000 employees, and he wanted to know these things from the Bible um, and all the people around me who may have listened and may have ignored it for a long time, but when things come up in their lives, they remember what you said and done, and they come to you because they realize 
that you have something they need. One friend uh, that worked with me at Raytheon uh, was in the propulsion design group with me. And he came to me one day in tears and told me his wife had asked him to leave because he'd been having affairs. He had two teenage children. He's crying. He's a really strong guy, very smart. He said, Jack, you've invited me to Bible studies in church for 12 years. And I laughed at you behind your back to other people. He said, now that this has happened, I don't know where to go. Because all the training I have doesn't give me anything to hold on to. There are people like that around you at your jobs. And they're going to see it in the way you live your life. If you act like a disciple of Jesus in the way you interact with people, the way you care for others, they're going to notice if you do ask them about reading the Bible with you. They may say no. They may make fun of you behind your back. But they're going to remember that when the hard times come and they're going to know who to turn to. So I encourage you to do that. That doesn't mean neglecting your work. It means being a good example in your work. And then also sharing from your life and your faith. Yeah. No, and, and yes. <laughs> I, I know that for me personally, as we were talking and, and as you were asking me about, about these things and how I'm doing with being outward focused, you know, I could, I could remember people that I had either interacted with or had a thought of like, oh, I would love to sit down with them and have a more meaningful conversation or, or study the Bible with them if only I had more time. And that, and that was kind of my, my, my excusing it away that, oh, if I had X amount of hours left over, then I could go and be dutifully making disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and so really, so I appreciate you helping me make that, that paradigm shift that it's not, it's not something that, that I do in addition to these other spiritual things that it can't, you can't leave that piece out. Mm-hmm. That making disciples has to be yeah. a part of everything that we do or else we're not spreading the gospel the way Jesus wanted us to. So why this particular thing uh, struck me more than the other stuff we talked about. Everything we talked about was very helpful and actionable to me, but this really struck a chord with me. And it's because when I was a younger Christian, you know, around the time that I met Jack, actually, making disciples was a no-brainer, right? Jesus said, make disciples, so I'm going to do it. And that was as simple as it was. I, I didn't need anyone to explain it to me or to motivate me. It was very clear in my mind. And as I continued to grow and mature, as Christians do, then I chose to neglect the things I used to do in favor of the new shiny object, right? It's not that I've ever forgotten how to make disciples or that I, uh, I don't think it's valuable. It's that I've taken my eye off the ball. And, you know, it's, it would be flattering to say that the reason I'm not making disciples is for spiritual reasons, but deep down, I know what it is. It takes work, it takes effort, it's not easy, and it's not convenient. And so it's, it's more exciting to do things like this podcast than it is to go out and find someone to study the Bible with and to try and persuade to become a disciple of Jesus. And so, you know, I have to repent. I have to change. I have to re-engage and go after it. And in between the time where this interview took place and now when I'm recording this uh, episode, you know, I have done that. I have re-engaged, 
um, reached out to someone that I know that had been on my mind for a while and uh, rekindled that friendship and, and you know, we're, we're going in a purposeful direction, but I needed that admonishment, that correction to help get me back on track. And there are certain practices that disciples of Jesus should never stop doing, regardless of how busy you are, regardless of how important you are to your church. These things should always be, uh, that we should always be doing. Number one, you got to love God and you got to love people. There will never come a day when you can stop doing that and still be a Christian. You have to love God and love people. That is the hallmark and the marker of a disciple of Jesus. Number two, you must always repent of your sin. Never get into the habit of living in your sin, of consistently giving into temptation, not getting open about it, and allowing it to harden your heart. Sin separates us from God because God can have nothing to do with sin and our sinful behavior. And even though we have Jesus who uh, has stood in our place and taken the consequences of our sin, every time we choose to rebel against God and sin, we are separating ourselves from God. And so we have to focus on repentance and making disciples. You can never stop making disciples. The stakes are too high. There are too many people that are counting on us to share the gospel with them, to bring the good news to them. We have to stay vigilant and stay moving and keep moving forward in our pursuit of making disciples of all nations. That is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts and head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.